Hello, this is your self-help podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive. With insights for personal branding, personal development, publishing, and interviews with young entrepreneurs. Now here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hey, now if you're hungry and ready for change, this is the podcast to listen to. Now let's get started today. Well, welcome to another edition of your self-help podcast. And today I have a special guest and the name is Olivia Omega. Olivia Omega is a personal branding expert, social media strategist, blogger and sought-after speaker focused on building entrepreneurial brands. Her mission is to inspire and encourage entrepreneurs while giving them the tools needed to successfully build their personal brands, both online and offline, through workshops, mentorships, online courses, and one-on-one consultation. Today, my special guest is Olivia Omega. Olivia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure I treasure. <laughs> Olivia, I just give a short bio and brief about who Olivia is, but in your own words, who is Olivia Omega? That's a great question. Um, I am an entrepreneur um, from birth, I feel like, at least definitely in my spirit. I um, started my own business at 13 and since then have always had that desire to be an entrepreneur, to kind of um, dance to the beat of my own drum and really, you know, blaze the trail of starting your own business and now helping entrepreneurs start their own businesses and develop their own personal brands. So I've been able to look at branding in a lot of different angles and different areas in my life over the last 13 years and am now applying it to the individual person, which has been um, a wonderful experience and a great thing to apply my knowledge to getting to know people and really helping them express themselves and market themselves, um, bringing their value to the marketplace. Bringing their value to the marketplace, which is very essential, especially in this age, that everyone has something valuable to offer to people. So the ability to be able to position and produce value for people is essential. Now, most of most people that, that, are, that have the innate ability, like you said, is from your spirit. They are not much of the classroom type. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, as you mentioned, everyone has something unique to bring, but not everyone has the, um, I think that the biggest word that comes to mind is courage mm-hmm. to really step out and do something different, to really um, exercise their creativity. And it, it's, it is really difficult. And yes, there are people out there, I'd say like myself and probably yourself who, um, are a little bit more reckless than others. And I think you have to be reckless um, and a little bit fearless to jump out on your own. But what's so amazing with surrounding yourself with like-minded people is that you can start to gain that courage and draw the courage from other entrepreneurs. So I always encourage everyone, um, you know, whether you are a high-risk or low-risk person to kind of dip their toe in the water and dabble in entrepreneurship at any level they can. And it may not be, 
you know, 100% of quitting their job, but it may be something on the side or just a passion that they've always had that they can kind of um, extend um, into the marketplace or extend themselves into. So definitely entrepreneurship can be um, done at a different levels, but it definitely takes some courage and some level of risk factor. It takes courage to dance with your own beats, your own drum beats. Yes. The, the subject to do with personal branding, what is the whole theme? What is personal branding? What would you define or educate as on personal branding? Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me that question of, you know, what is personal branding and what do I do? And so um, the, the simplest way to put it is to um, package up and bottle up your expertise to um, to sell basically and the need for personal branding strategists like yourself is extremely um, rampant and extremely important because a lot of times we as individuals don't know how to talk about ourselves we don't know how to sell ourselves and it almost starts to feel unnatural it feels like tooting our own horn and bragging and and can even potentially come across as a little bit arrogant at first mm-hmm. because it, it is something that is difficult to do. But having someone work with you to develop your personal brand from what are your values, what do you stand for, what's your own personal mission as it applies to your expertise in your business, all the way to what is your packaging. So what does your dress say about your brand, mm-hmm. You know how you dress, what does your website and your photography say about who you are um so that's what i do and i i have 13 years of marketing and branding experience so when i first started out off um after college i worked at an innovation and advertising agency that worked with big brands like quaker oats frito-lay pepsi um developing their brand and so there's um a technique and an art around that process of positioning and um, innovation, branding. And so I've taken what I've learned in that area to market and to position and brand products and now applying those things to people. How can an individual begin to position himself as a brand? What are the steps? What are the process? Today, somebody wants to... I want, I need to start branding myself. What do I need to do? Mm -hmm. I think there are three uh, important things. The first one is you have to know who you are first. So if you don't know who you are, then it's going to be very tricky to tell other people who you are. So the first thing I do, I tell people to do an exercise, and it's, it's pretty simple but can also be a little bit challenging as you start to dig deep is can you come up with three words that describe yourself? And a lot of times we, as human beings, try to separate our personal person, who we are personally, with who we are as an expert in whatever it may be, in business and finance and marketing. We try to separate those two. And what I encourage people to do is to combine the two. You are one person. All of your personal attributes, um, your personal experience and background, as well as your professional experience and background, come up with three words that describe you as a full, total, complete person. And I encourage people to interview or talk to their friends 
their family, their colleagues, and also their past and current clients. So a mix of professional and personal relationships and determine what those three words are. And this is where you kind of build the foundation of your core values, what you stand for, and your mission. So that's kind of a, a first thing. The um, second thing that's extremely important that I preach constantly is to be uniquely yourself. So if you are 100% unashamed of who you are and you are presenting to the world an authentic Bernard, an authentic you, mm -hmm. then you have no competition because there's no one in the world like you. So if you can get to that place where you're not trying to be someone else or you're not trying to compete with other people, but you're really simply yourself and you can communicate who you are to people, then you've eliminated your competition. You know, in this era of social media, bads, news, feeds, and everybody's trying to position themselves as brands or even want to be heard or want to want to be seen. So most people may want to present certain aspects of their lives that they are not authentically are because one, they need social approval and two, they also want to join their bandwagon of social media hacks. So how do one really put out his or her authentic self in the midst of all this noise and voice and to be heard and to be, what, what do you advise people to do? Especially mm -hmm. social media. Yeah, that's a, a really, really great point. As you and I know, there are so many personal branding strategists out there and so many people um, in these different categories, especially online, uh, lots of online marketers. And so um, the, the natural thing to do, as you said, is to kind of mimic and to go with the flow and try to fit in and, mm -hmm. and be something you're not. Um, so we almost have to truly resist that urge and um, kind of, you know, drop the veil a little bit and let people into that personal side. The whole thing about social media is that you're trying to build a relationship and the whole notion of the process where you are going from having someone like you or know about you. I'm sorry. They need to know about you first. Once they know about you, they can then decide if they want to follow you, whether it's liking your Facebook page, following you on Twitter. Once they follow you, they can get to know you more. They build a trust with you. And now they love you. They actually start to connect with you as a person. And now they can buy from you. So now you can sell them your product, your package, your webinar, etc. So, but to get through those stages, you have to present a genuine person. I always go back to the notion of um, going out on a, date, a first date or going to a cocktail party. And if you and I were to meet up and all I did was talk about myself and in a very shallow kind of <laughs> uh, high level way that everyone could talk about themselves, then you're not going to have a real connection to me. Um, if I don't ask you questions, get to know you, you're not going to have a, a good connection to me. So the same rules apply on social media where we have to start to build a relationship, present our authentic self and be genuine and present something that other people don't have. I tell people a lot of times that I am one of 13 children. I'm the oldest of eight girls. And um, ever since I was born, our dad taught us karate. And so those are things that 
not everyone can say. And it's mm-hmm. something that kind of sets me apart. So really letting people in, starting to build an intimate relationship is how you cut through the clutter. Yeah, I love the karate class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone has a unique story to be able to come out from our own background, of our own storyline to share with people. We can then be able to communicate our authentic selves and rather always wanting to go the flow to be accepted. Because people are looking out for genuine, genuine folks too. I mean, you, you can't pick your life throughout. Right, right. I completely agree. I um, just met with a new client last week, and she was telling me about the story behind her product, um, her personal story. And she said something along the lines of, I was at a really dark place in my life, and I needed encouragement. Um, and so... You know, after being depressed, I ended up turning my life around through this specific product. And what I said to her was, that's a great story, but a lot of us have that story. There are a lot of people out there who had it, who were in a dark place and who have turned it around. So you almost have to get dig deeper and get more into your story to set you apart from everyone else out there who had you know, who went through a trial and tribulation. So I, I try to pull those details out of people um, and get them to a place where they feel more comfortable sharing. And not everything is going to be um, easy to share. And so I tell people only go as far as you feel comfortable going, but, but you have to say something a little bit more about yourself, about your situation, about your struggle, about your triumph in order to set you apart from others telling a similar story wonderful i think i like this perspective it's really made great sense and because we all have challenges but it's how you present your unique i mean struggles to be able to solve problem or meet a need that really counts and that also uh, let it become more memorable and people can connect with you yes mm-hmm. the first one is we need to understand ourselves and and, and second, able to present our authentic self, as we mentioned, something like stories, our background, the third process will be. The third one is, um, I was going to say, this is really difficult. I think they're all can be fairly difficult. But the third one is to um, to talk, to actually talk about yourself and be, you know, shameless in a way. Um, like I said, when people think of the notion of promoting themselves and talking about themselves, it starts to become uncomfortable because you are tooting your own horn and, you know, you don't want to talk too much about yourself. It can come across arrogant. But when you come into a place, in a marketplace, where there's a lot of people doing what you do, you have to present an authentic self and you cannot be afraid to actually talk about yourself and to present um all of the fabulous, wonderful things that there are about you. Um, and that becomes extremely, extremely hard for people. So, you know, shouting at the top of your lungs on online, on social media, shouting it from the rooftops that you are the best in your field, that you offer a unique um, value proposition that no one else has, that you, um, you know, graduated top in your class, that you were able to launch the successful business, whatever that may be, um, and not be bashful. I think that is, is step three, is not be bashful and um, really put yourself out there. And like I always say, the personal brand is not about personal bragging. It's not about shouting, being the loudest voice in the room, 
Baba me 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 is about value creation helping people so that people when people begin to think okay I have a wonderful story I know myself um I, I want to let people know I have value to offer I have something so oh no I don't want to to present myself that I'm bragging or I'm boastful right it's, 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 a, it's a tricky thing to in a way because you need to do it carefully and craftily so that people don't begin to see you that Arnold is is becoming me self a me person so that's yeah. that, that, that's one way people really falter because if it's a personal brand is it is it about me is it about how is it to tell people how good I am and it's, it's challenging you know like you said it's it's definitely a fine line there's a balance there and so going back to the whole um dating analogy i you know just some personal stuff about me and again this is about being authentic and sharing your true mm-hmm. self i got married to my high school sweetheart at 21 and was married for almost 10 years and ended up getting a divorce and so for the first time in my life i was actually trying to date and trying to figure out that whole um the whole, whole dating scene and it's something very similar you cannot um again thinking about a first date sit there and talk all about yourself you will turn someone off it's not you're not building a rapport you're not building a relationship however on the flip side of that if i'm on a first date and i never tell you anything about myself and i don't start to become vulnerable and let you in then you're going to walk away from that first date not really knowing who i am and probably not wanting to know more so it's definitely a balance and a fine line of um sharing your authentic self but also getting to know your audience getting to know your target market asking those questions building a rapport so that um you have a relationship with them whether face to face or online Well, I like that, that I like that perspective too. So Olivia, would would this said in your uh personal branding coaching all these years, what has been some of the uh, challenges you face with some of the clients especially in any of this process? What has been the most I mean difficult or challenging part for them and how have you also helped them to you know overcome and position themselves as strong brands? Mhm. I think that the most um common challenge I find when working with clients is that fear of putting themselves out there. And so we'll get to a place where we've figured out who they are, what their values are. We've written a, a a great bio and developed even photography and kind of putting together their whole package and they freeze and they don't want to launch the website or they don't want to start the Facebook page or whatever that may be. Um I've had a lot of clients will will record video to create kind of um a brand video or an intro video for them and I'll interview them to pull out that you know unique self that story and then after the interview they panic <laughs> and get fearful and they tell me don't use the footage <laughs> or don't use those pictures and I think you know as adults we have this need to feel accepted and we have this fear of rejection and it really starts to play out in the area of personal branding where we we become afraid to really put ourselves out there and this is kind of why um some of the workshops i do i talk a lot about my kids i have an 8-year-old and an 11-year-old 
and kids in general, a lot of times at that age don't have that fear yet. Um, they are true to themselves, at least for the most part at that age until they get to be maybe in their preteens and teens. And they're not so worried about that acceptance yet. And it's, it's one of those things that I wish as adults we still kind of have had. Let's look at some tips and tricks or strategies on using social media. Attract or repel. If they don't love you, they are not your target. Talk to me about mm-hmm. this. This is from Olivia <laughs> Omega. Yes, attract or repel. I'm constantly talking about this notion in all of my workshops. The people who have followed me for a little bit, um, you know, this is, I, I can't stress it enough. We try so hard, as you mentioned earlier, to be um, what we're not or to fit in a mold or be like everyone else. And a lot of times we will suppress those quirky um, things about us in order to get people to like us. And so um, I can give you a couple examples here. And, you know, one of them was that I was in um, Salt Lake City, Utah, teaching a personal branding workshop to a 100 sewers, uh, women who sew and quilt. Um, it was at a, a sewing conference. <laughs> and so a lot of these women are like their moms. They are entrepreneurs. And one woman asked the question. She says, I curse like a sailor, is what she said. And she said, I am trying to figure out my balance on my blog. Do I curse or do I not curse? And what I told her is that there will be people that are offended. That's just kind of one example. And who will not like her dry sense of humor and the fact that she occasionally uses curse words in her blog. But if that's who you are in real per- in real life, if that's a part of your edge and your humor and um, your personality, then I say go for it. Be as authentic as you possibly can. There are going to be people who unsubscribe to your list, who unfriend you on Facebook, who not who decide not to read your blog anymore. But those people are not your tribe. They're not your target market. Um, the same thing is true, I think, with um, it's just really personality. If we as human beings... Um, had a deep connection with everyone and we liked everyone, I think we would miss some of that intimate relationship. So we are gravitated. We connect with certain people for certain reasons. And if you can be yourself and, you know, be okay with attracting and repelling people, then people will either love you or they won't. And that's the type of, um, polarizing opinion that you want you don't want people to just think you're okay Mm -hmm. and if the world had lukewarm feelings about me then I would never have that group of people who were truly my tribe and truly my target market so I tell people attract and repel away (laughs) attract and repel away one of of the things in the area of attract and repel like uh, I also think that I tell uh, people that as you build your personal brand, you, it's not necessarily about um, amassing huge following for your brand or what you do. It could just be a targeted niche or small group, but they love you for what you do and what the value you bring to them. So, but when we are driven by a lot of you know, large fans and large followers and we are not getting traction for those things, we may end up losing focus or not finding the first thing that is like identifying yourself. 
But if you understand, it's not about huge crowds of huge people, but about me, targeting and meeting your needs of your target audience. You will, you will win in your small circle and your niche. Yes, I completely agree with that. It's the notion of, um, you know, when you cast a wide net and think about fishing, then you can bring in into your boat all kinds of things. It could be rubbish, trash, all kinds of different fish, and it's so much better. And this is something I learned really early on as it applies to traditional advertising is that as you start to spread your message too thin, you don't penetrate the market. And so even in personal branding, coming up with that niche, that target market, um, you will win over and build relationships with that smaller, you know, piece of the pie than trying to go after the entire piece. And that's, you know, with, with myself, I really love to work with entrepreneurs, but I specifically target women entrepreneurs who have been in the game for a little while. They've launched their business, but they need to take their personal brand to the next level. And um, it's funny, I get a lot of um, comments from men of why I'm being discriminatory, <laughs> but I connect with women and my message is presented in that way. And so I'm able to truly build a relationship and win them over versus trying to target the entire sea out there of people who need personal branding. So what has been some of your keys or tips to success, especially when it comes to social media brands? Um, you, you know, I can't stress enough the notion of be your authentic self and let that shine through. Um, when you're authentic, no one is like you, so you have no competition. But I also think it's detrimental. It's extremely important for our entrepreneurs to surround themselves with like-minded people. And... Um, Again, going back to that notion of building courage, when you are around entrepreneurs, people that have the same drive as you, the same, you know, sky's limit dreams, the same challenges, the same fears, you can start to build a community um, that can support you, that can encourage you and inspire you. And with the notion of social media, we're all so connected with so many people online and it's funny that I could talk to someone and, and even myself and I'm sure you experienced this as well we can have 3,000 Facebook friends and be so connected online but how many of those people do you break bread with? How many people do you actually physically know and spend time with? And mm. so I would encourage people to yes build that online support system but make sure that You've got physical people around you that have the same mindset that can support you in your entrepreneurial journey. Great, Olivia Omega, personal branding strategies and social media experts. Olivia, Olivia, tell us a little bit about your book, The Girl's Guide to Personal Branding. Yes, I am in the process, and it's definitely been a long process of writing a book called The Girl's Guide to Personal Branding, and um, it's understanding the anatomy of brand you. And um, again, I wanted to narrow down my target very specifically to write this book for women who are transitioning 
um, into entrepreneurship or transitioning, taking their company and their business and brand to the next level and really truly understanding what brand you um, is made up of. So it takes the anatomy of a person. Uh, for example, your heart is your core values. This is what you stand for. Your head is the strategy. And in traditional branding and marketing, which applies to personal branding, you have to have a strategy. Without that, um, you have no um, clear vision of where you want to go. And what I tell people is that along the journey, you have to constantly have gut checks. What is your gut telling you? What is your intuition telling you about what target to go after, What, um, how to present yourself? When your head and your heart are aligned, which don't, don't happen very often, but when they do, you know that the strategy of your brand, of your business, is lining up with the core values that you have in your heart. So I go through the entire anatomy. Your hands are um, reaching out. It's outreach. That's marketing. So what does your marketing plan look like and your marketing tactics, um, et cetera? So I am excited. I've had a lot of great input. There are at least 12 women from across the world um, who are uh, personal branding strategists that have um, chimed in and helped contribute to this book. So I am hoping to launch it in the next several months and can't wait to get it out there for people to read. I'm looking forward to that and I wish you great success and in, in that book as you target especially women or ladies to properly brand themselves. Now let me shoot Thank you, you let me shoot you with this again too. Get naked, the key to building your personal brand by showing people the goods. Ooh. The picture has been boyfriend approved and no mom, I'm not really naked. <laughs> 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 Talk to me about this authenticity and get naked. Uh, That's funny that you brought that up. Um, <laughs> that the picture has caused some controversy, <laughs> for sure. Um, in one of my workshops, I talk about, uh, in quite a few of my workshops, I talk about the notion of being vulnerable. And like I was telling you, the hardest thing um, that I have encountered with clients is they get to a place where they become very shy and bashful and they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want people to know who they are for the fear of rejection. And so I use the term all the time in my workshops of let people see the goods, drop the towel and let people really see who you are. And so um, I posted a picture on my blog and and on Facebook um, of of me behind a laptop and it's funny that I uh, when I had the picture taken I was not naked so I had clothes on and um, between the the perfect positioning of the laptop and Photoshop it appears that um, I am naked behind mm -hmm. my laptop and the, again the blog post talks about being, being vulnerable and mm -hmm. becoming naked and how do we even in our blogs, write from a standpoint of being vulnerable. And the example I gave was um, if you want to use an analogy or talk about how we've all lost a loved one, you know, we've all lost someone that we love and that we truly care about. I could write that in a blog post, but I could take it a little bit further and really get vulnerable with my audience to say, hey, 
you know, when I was 17, I lost my older brother to leukemia. And at the time, being 17, I didn't know how to react to it. I didn't know what to say. And looking back, I feel like I was a little bit insensitive in that because of my immaturity and because of I've never lost anyone close to me before. So that sharing the part about my brother and leukemia, that opens the door a little bit more for further connection versus we've all lost a loved one because, yes, mm -hmm. we all have. But how can I really connect with my audience? So it's funny that <laughs> right after I posted that picture, probably 11 o'clock at night, I got a text from my pastor's wife <laughs> <laughs> saying, we need to talk. <laughs> So um, I got a little bit of slack from her and as well as my mom, but I do think that I got the message across, um, and and so it was definitely one of those uh, shock factor things to really strike home a concept that I think is really important to personal branding. I said I wouldn't be surprised if it is or it was one of your most shared or read blog posts because of your openness and becoming more vulnerable and the way you also. I mean, share the contents and use your own life story. Yeah, no, I agree, and it, and that was the whole the whole point of it. So it was meant to to um, pique interest. <laughs> it was meant to kind of be a little bit risque and shocking, but definitely um, to grab the attention of people and really drive home that notion of letting people in. Leave Omega, let's look at this uh, as we round up. I would always ask, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world on the subject of personal branding, social media, or anything? Your billion-dollar advice. Oh wow! If if I hate to sound like a broken record, <laughs> but <laughs> I really do feel like my my advice to people and to myself, and I always tell people it's it's not that I have perfected it personally. I still have to push every day to make sure that I'm trying to be authentic and um, being genuine, but that would be my advice in any field, in any relationship, in any um, adventure um, endeavor is to really resist the urge to follow the crowd and be yourself. And I think that is, uh, if we can do that, I think we're happier people. We have... Um, more fulfilling, deeper connections and relationships? Will we be more successful in our businesses? Um, all the way, we'll be able to teach our children how to be themselves and be authentic by leading an example. So I think that would definitely be my um, one piece of advice to the world, to be yourself. To be your authentic self, to be yourself. Thank you so much. Where can we connect with you? You can connect with me at um, oliviaomega.com. And then my blog is um, laugh, live, L-I-V for, for Olivia, love.com as well. And then all of the links to my Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, um, all the social media platforms are on those websites as well. Oliviaomega.com or blog on it. LoveLiveLiveLove.com, LoveLive.com. Live. I think the next time we connect, so let's look at love and brand building. How they mesh. Because <laughs> I see you yes. love the interest of service with love. So we look at relationship building and love. We, we look at that, uh, and the next time we connect also.
That would be great. Cool. Thank you. And I just time I want to recommend my two latest books on Amazon. That is The No-Nonsense Guide to Personal Branding for Career Success. You could just Google the name Bennett Kelvin Clive or the title and also get a copy of the book if you want to become an author or you're writing a book or you need some guidelines in publishing. Get a book, Why Every Entrepreneur Must Write a Book. That is Why Every Entrepreneur Must Write a Book. Get a copy on Amazon today. The best is yours. <laughs>